0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo. here we you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm, wherever it is you get hot. Fi- Podcast? What's a podcast, Brian? What's glad you asked. It's a fun podcast. It's a. <laughs> is that what it is?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: it's a podcast, and we want to thank you wherever you get podcast from. That's what, that's what that really is. It's a combination of podcast and from a fraudcast. what <laughs> <laughs> want to thank our sponsors. Every day, our sponsors listen to the show and say, "Why don't we? Why don't we give you idiots? Money? I forgot to do something today, too, so I got to I got to go back and do that tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. Thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream, Starkville's signature local business. They've been around just about longer than anybody else and they've become a true Starkville institution. If you haven't been to Strange Brew Coffee House, I don't think you've actually been to Starkville. I don't think you actually attended Mississippi State University. So rectify that situation next time you're up here, which will be soon, which uh, Joel Coleman pointed out to me yesterday, and uh, get yourself Get your morning going with Strange Brew Coffee. House. Could I be forgot. as
1: soon as today if you would like to join for some midweek action at the Dude. It's true. It's true. Uh,
0: I forgot to get this giveaway going, so I will make I will make a note and do that first thing tomorrow. Uh, we've got this giveaway from College Corner. Uh, it's going to be a good one. We're going to start doing some of these here and there, uh, and of course Father's Day, guys, is not not long from now. Make sure your significant others, your children, your wife, make sure they know I want some new maroon and white. I want some new MSU merchandise, and I want to get it. From College Corner. Two locations to serve you in Jackson. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can go to online at collegecornerstore.com. And you know, if you live here in Starkville and you're thinking, Father's Day. Well, I can think of no better place to enjoy Father's Day. Never mind. I forgot they're not open on Sundays. But maybe the day before. <laughs> you can go to Humble Talk. <laughs> Dang it, guys. Open up on Sundays. Make this work for me. Uh, you yeah, can
1: but, go on Saturday and Monday.
0: That's It's true. No, they're not open on Monday. Oh, okay. They're off Sunday, Monday. Uh, I'm one of those guys, though. For me, like, and I think I'll, if if state goes to Omaha and I go up there, I'll have to we'll have to do this. Like last the last time state was in, in college, I just did Father's Day like the week before. So like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that risk. Father's Day is important to me.
1: I opened my little Father's Day happies um, in the hotel room on Facetime. I think you were in there when yeah, I got, it was. Yeah, 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 That's right. That's right. I, I was sent with the gifts. That's right. Had them in my
0: bag and so didn't go to different than Father's than mine, because your kids are little. Yeah. Mine, mine are big. I'm like, let's just do this. Let's just do this. So I don't. I'm not one of these people. Like, I'm not locked into that Sunday. Yeah, you know, I'll will t- take any day to be Father's Day, and it, if that if, if that involves a trip to humble taco, Father's Day can be tomorrow for all I care. Yeah. So, Father's Day, tacos, humble taco. What else do I need to say?
1: I'll tell you what. We're not really talking about this today at all. But no, the uh the Omaha. Thing really for for a from like a personal perspective mm-hmm. kind of comes at a bad time for me every every oh year. yeah same here like because there's Father's Day my birthday often falls on Father's Day mm-hmm. it's the seventeenth so you know if there's an Omaha trip my birthday Father's Day um, Cal T's birthday is June the twenty third yeah so you know it just kind of uh, my mom's is June the twenty fifth. I miss everybody's birthday, my own, Father's Day, all that. Just see, I got, I have you though.
0: Whenever, whenever there's on my, I have you. That's right. We uh, my birthday, not my birthday, my my youngest daughter's birthday and my anniversary and Father's Day are well usually the same weekend. They they are within always within five days of each other. So, yeah, I feel your pain. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, All right. We're not going to do baseball today. No real new baseball news. I mean, say they dropped in the polls. Didn't drop in collegiate baseball. What have I, I always I, said about collegiate baseball? That is the most reliable publication out there. You just <laughs> when when you want baseball information that's unbiased, unfiltered, and and just correct. I saw D1. I always say go to collegiate baseball. Right. I saw
1: D one dropped into ten. I thought, man, they're going to be out of the poll in collegiate baseball. Yeah. Like they're not even going to be nope. ranked third.
0: Still third. <laughs> So I, there was a I got a kick out of something today on a uh, jeans page. There was a thread that compared my tweet versus Steve's tweet. Oh, I saw that. And I was just like, well, you know, it, it is a big drop. It went from third to tenth. So I, I got a kick. The guy who I thought he made a good point though. He said, you know, Steve will make you feel better. Hey, Dad, when he's when he's positive, it's he, more meaningful. Yeah. it's like you're not wrong.
1: You're kind of like if Zach Arnett gives you praise, you know, you did something you right. You know, you did it right.
0: I saw some pictures of him from the weekend. He was smiling. I think they're photoshopped. I'll be totally honest. Did you
1: watch the uh the video? He and, and Tony
0: Hughes and Bart. I was down to watch the whole thing. Yet. Two brothers. Yeah, I, I was. I'm a little upset that you and I weren't invited. Yeah. I'll be totally honest. Um, but you know it is what it is. So anyway, pretty, pretty cool little video. We're gonna stay away from baseball today. Let's let's just have a day off from baseball. Uh, we'll recap uh, the Tuesday game on Thursday show. We got some football and some men's basketball. We'll start with football. We're it's just you know what? Let's just have a little fun with this today. Let's do some crazy predictions. Some over unders, things of that nature. So, I'm all in. So let's do them. Um, I guess we've got to start offensively. So I'm going to make, we're, we're going to have some caveats to this okay. first prediction. All right. Somebody wins the quarterback job and they're the quarterback for 12 games. They are the quarterback. There's not any mix and matching around. Does that make you have a 4,000 yard passer this year? Yes. Okay. Now, who is it? Will Rogers. All right. Do you, are you with me? I'm not as much with you today as I was, say, February 1st. You know, before spring practice started. A little concerned? Concern's not the right word. I think there's there's three capable guys there. But I think Sawyer Robertson is, is a more of a candidate than I thought he was going to be, considering he didn't play here during the spring.
1: Well, in your, I just think he's the most talented guy. Okay, well, in your over-under scenario here, you can put whoever you want to as that guy. Oh, well, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. And Yeah, I know that. So, okay, well, let's play that game. Sawyer Robertson is your starting quarterback for 12 games. You hadn't seen him do a darn thing here. Oh, he'll be over 4,000. Confident?
0: Yeah. You're confident? I think whoever the quarterback is, if he gets 12 games, will be over 4,000.
1: Yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at. And so. I just think it's... I'm just going with the favorite. Because, I mean... We can talk about to her blue in the face, but Will Rogers, I mean, I don't think there's any question he's the favorite, right? I, I know that Mike Leach would say, you know, going to compete in yeah. August and all all that whole nine yards. But if you had to sit here today and draw down bet nods, Will Will Rogers is the guy.
0: Will Rogers is is a I don't know if he's a sizable favorite, but he is a he is the favorite for sure.
1: And who has a a a better chance. Jack
0: Abraham or Sawyer Roberts? Sawyer Roberts. More talented. At the end of the day, he's the most talented guy. I, I And I, I've said it since the, the, since he signed. If he was here for the spring, he would have won the job, I think. I, I firmly believe that. But I think that Will Rogers left the door open for him, and so we'll see what happens. But I do think no matter what, that MSU will have a 4,000-yard passer. I
1: sure. wonder... We heard Mike Leach say a lot last year that he doesn't like playing a lot of freshmen, though he was kind of forced to last right. year. Does that mindset kind of keep him from pulling the trigger on playing Sawyer a ton this year? I wonder. Like, you don't want to go through that whole having well, a newbie by, back there behind center think, again think, because you just did that last year, and Will has already... Look, you may think Sawyer, for all intents and purposes, maybe the most talented of the two, and some may say it's not even a maybe. I I don't know. I haven't seen Sawyer play with my own two eyes, so I don't want to make a call on that until I do. But some might make that argument. But bottom line, Will Rogers, he has already kind of ridden the Mike Leach horse, so to speak, for a year, you know? And and I think there's something to be said for that in that he already kind of knows in-game what to expect out of Leach, and there's just a... I guess a familiarity already built there. I don't know if Leach wants to go through the whole let's have a newbie behind center for 12 games or however many games. And I, Does he want to do that again? After just saying a year ago he doesn't like playing fresh? I don't know. I, I, I kind of wonder if that may play into this just a little bit. Like, let's see if we can keep some continuity here. We kind of showed some progress towards the end of last year, though the bowl game wasn't all that great offensively, but... Can you keep that continuity and, and keep that progress going rather than kind of pushing the reset button with a new Q- Q- QB? I,
0: I get everything you're saying. I just think that with having a more streamlined and you know, a real fall camp, to, to you know, you can see everything you want to see, I think that'll work in, in Robertson's favor. As opposed to last year where it was just like, it really felt like they, they started practicing sort of at the last minute. They weren't really sure when they were ever going to start anything. And so, you know, I think that, that might just be different.
1: I'll tell you what, though. You play this thing out. What if Will is your starter? He has a big year. Then all eyes are on Sawyer Robertson for the, you know, are you going to stick this thing out, right? Because that's yeah. just the college football world we live in now, right? Yeah. If somebody establishes Oh, whoever
0: stuff- loses between Rodgers and Robertson will be gone. Be gone soon. Maybe, maybe not at the end of this year, but soon enough yeah cuz it's just how it is you know so uh, yeah i i would fully expect if my scenario is playing out you're talking about you probably go into fall of 2022 with Robertson Greek and Locke and just sort of figure it and out and like
1: from there. i mean i mean we're really going deep in the weeds here but like if Robertson does come in this this fall and he wins the job yeah I mean, you could very quickly see a scenario where, like, Will's gone, and then like Locke, because I mean, he wouldn't if Robertson's your guy. Locke ain't starting until he's well, a senior. I mean, or no, whatever you're not like wrong that, but, about
0: that, but at the same time, you know, freshman, it's just a little different situation. The what I would be concerned about would be uh, Abraham leaving in the middle of the year. You gotta have you gotta have one experienced guy there. I you, guess you have Lovertich, but you get down to a scenario
1: where you got. Sawyer and, like I said, (laughs) Sawyer, Greek,
0: and Levertich or something. Yeah, it'd be weird. All right. Uh, Over-under, MSU's leading rusher has 600 yards on the season. Not not, not asking you who it is yet.
1: My first instinct's under.
0: 600 yards would be... Because their leading rusher last year had, what, 300? 300, but a little different. It is a little different. I think that you're you're talking 12 12 games, so we're talking 50 yards a game. Yeah. You say it under?
1: I'm going to say under because I think that the load is going to
0: be split so evenly between the two. So you think that between Johnson – so if I said between Johnson and Marks, there's there's 900 yards rushing.
1: Combined? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go for that. I'd say over.
0: 1,000?
1: As well as state ran the ball the last two or three games last year, I'm, I'm tempted to just say, yeah. Okay. I, I think that's about my limit, though. Like, you start going 1,100, 1,200. That's yeah, a, yeah. a little much. But who, who
0: is the leading rusher?
1: It's Johnson. Like
0: I, I'm, The man I have, has come around. I
1: have <laughs> I've come on. It's hard not to when you watch him, what he did in the spring. He's just a little bit better, I think. I mean, I think Mark's going to play a big part of this season. Oh, scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Johnson has overtaken him in my eyes. Okay. And you know how big of a marks guy I'm trying to think. Do
0: I think? I mean, I want to say Max Borgie had like 500 that last year at Washington State. I think that's right. And he's had some five, six hundred yard guys. It it could go over. I'm going to say under for, for this year. Just just for another year. MSU has two. Let's do this two ways. MSU has two 900 plus yard receivers. Two.
1: Ooh. I'm gonna say no, but if they do, mm-hmm. I feel like that means state is on the high end of like projections and stuff. Because I, I feel like if you know if you got two guys over 900 yards, you can probably safely assume that some other guys you know have some pretty decent numbers too, mm-hmm. and. We just said that we thought Johnson and Marks would combine for over a thousand yards rushing. So, you start adding all those numbers together, and you're putting up a lot of yardage. And so, I think the defense is going to be pretty good. So, if you got a couple of guys over nine hundred yards, I think this team is really, really good. Um, that said, I, I don't think you get two over nine hundred. Right. I mean, at, you know, I, I think right now, I mean. Who, Wally is, I guess, the easy Wally one is, to say. Well, over I feel like
0: Wally is for is sure the slam dunk. And then who's there? Another guy. So then, let me ask the second question. MSU has two more than more than seventy catch receivers. Wally's one. Okay. I'm tempted to go with like another slot guy, Austin Williams, or somebody. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe uh, uh, Jamir uh Calvin could come in and do that. Yeah, I mean, he knows. Know He's this. kind
1: of an X-factor here. Like, I mean, he, he should know everything. Here's,
0: here's, you know, here's my and – I, and I fall in the same trap a lot of MSU fans fall into in that because a previous transfer wasn't good, I worry about the next transfer. Like with Tommy Stevens, you worry about KJ. Because Isaiah Zuber wasn't good, and Isaiah Zuber was a very talented football player, and it just didn't work for him, I worry that it's not going to work with Calvin either, even though it's a completely different system. Yeah.
1: And I mean, he's coming into a coach that he played for previously, which Zuber did not do that.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, right.
1: Calvin knows all about the leech air raid. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 he mean, no, no, he, no. he's he's done it for two years, and then I guess would have done it for a third, but he got hurt that year. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say that he would get over seventy catches, though. But.
0: So does the, they get two over seventy?
1: I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say it's just Wally.
0: Wow. Okay. If if you're right, I think that means they struggled a little bit. I gotta be honest. What do you, do you think they they did they get it? Put me on I mean, the spot here. Let's put let's put Haydad seventy on the spot. catches. I mean, it, when you look at, at Calvin's career yards per catch, he could easily do seventy catches for seven hundred and fifty yards, or seven hundred or eight hundred yards, and be under that nine hundred yard threshold I just sold you. I feel like the same with Austin Williams. Also, tell me right now, Austin Williams had 70 catches for 728 yards. I'm, okay, I'll totally buy that. Whereas if somebody like if it's Malik Heath or, or Tulu Griffin, I feel like, well, he should be averaging 13, 14 yards a catch, and be you know closer to 900 yards. So I could, I think, I think they will have two guys over 70. Um, I mean, I also remember Marks caught 60 some odd passes last year too. Yeah, that's you tr- got to take these running backs You know, if they, played, if
1: they played a full 12 games, he'd have been... You over-
0: might have three. You might have two receivers and a running back. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So, something to think about. Something to think about. Um, Mississippi State, in conference games, averages more than 28 points per game. So... That would be a huge I, I, leap, by the that, way. It
1: would be a huge leap. And if... If the answer to this question is yes, they're fine. They're in great shape.
0: I mean, you know, they'll probably still lose three uh, or four. Yeah, I mean, four, you ain't, going undefe- four or five you ain't going undefeated.
1: Or nothing, 28
0: is 28 enough to beat Alabama? No. no. Is it enough to beat Ole Miss? Probably not. It, probably not, but it could be. It could be, it depends. Um is it enough to beat LSU? Eh? Yeah. Is it enough to beat Auburn? I don't know. Enough beat Arkansas. Enough beat Kentucky. Should be beat Arkansas, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. Oh. Probably not enough to beat A&M. No. So he might be a 3-5. Although you
1: would have been tied with him this past year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But 28 points per game, can they average that in conference play? I'm going to say yeah. The problem with I have with saying average that is this. I always feel like against Alabama they're going to get 7-10. to So that's going to knock them down a little bit. So they have to make up those points somewhere else. Now they can. I'm going to say no. But I think they'll be much impru- Yeah, just, you know, if you tell them they get, like, 24 points per game. and, and People sound like that's a lot. Of, it's not a lot of points. In today's college football, no, 24 points not. is not, not. 24 points per game is going to be one of the lower averages in the conference. But what was it last year? You know, I mean, you had two. You had, what, 14 against Arkansas. You had 14 against Texas A&M. You had nothing against Alabama. Um he only scored, like, 10, right? And they had good points against Ole Miss, Arkansas, or Ole Miss, Georgia, and uh, Missouri. That's it, though. At Vanderbilt, I guess they had twenty, but they only had twenty three. Yeah, what was it against Missouri? Missouri is it's fifty something. They scored fifty. Yeah, that was the only that was the one game where the offense totally clicked. Well, LSU, LSU, but that doesn't count. <laughs> it counts, but it, there's there's an asterisk on it for me, for, and it, it's Bo Pelini's face. What did
1: they? Because when you think about that, I mean, what's, throwing up that at. Fifty that fifty spot against Missouri and forty four whatever it was against LSU. I mean that kind of slants your averages.
0: What if? And I'm just saying, what if we had a device? Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, team statistics should be a pretty points easy per final. and it's all conference games too. Yeah, so, so it's, it's very easy to do. State average twenty one point three six. But if you take out the if you took out the two outliers, which would be the fifty plus against Mizzou and the two against Kentucky.
1: Well, it would be the zero, right? He had a zero. Oh, he had a zero in there. Oh,
0: gosh. Then, yeah, it's going to be probably closer to, like, 17, 18 points per game. So, I mean, just, well, heck, if we could do the math here, they had 235 points total for the season. So, take out – well, they had 51 against Mizzou, right? I think that's right. So, take out 53 points and divide that by 8. Well, it only drops down a point. It's 22.75, so – Actually, goes up a little bit now that I think about it. Anyway, they got to get a full touchdown per game better is what we're trying to say.
1: Gosh, that that seems. <laughs> I've said yes already, but can it's, I take it back? But at the
0: same time, does it? Does it really seem like you're asking that much to get a, a one touchdown. more touchdown per game? Which
1: maybe just mean like one less turnover per yeah, game, kind of thing. Exactly. Like, so I guess it's not that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. I'll I'll stay, stay on the with positive it. side. Stay here. with it. All right. Gosh, I'm, do, I'm sitting here watching. <laughs> this is totally unrelated, but the Braves are playing the Mets and and just popped Kevin Pillar right in the face with a fastball. Oh, my gosh.
0: That's not good. No. Uh, let's try to do one more here, and then we'll switch over to basketball. Let's do a defensive one. Uh, Forbes and Emerson combined, we'll say over-under is seven-and-a-half interceptions.
1: Mmm. Emerson had what last year? Five? Not Emerson, uh, four besides five, five, five. I don't think Emerson had one. Seven and a half. You're playing more games, mm-hmm. you're playing some non cons. Yeah. Can they combine for eight picks? I, turnovers are so tough to predict. Mm hmm. It's one of the tougher things in all of football to try and peg, mm-hmm. but I'll just say that that those two guys have the talent to do it, and you can't really avoid one mm-hmm. kind of thing. I mean, you're going to attack both. You have to attack, both of, have so to attack I, them. I, I'll say yeah. I'll say that, that you hit you hit the sweet spot as far as like an over under number, but I, I'll go ahead and say yeah.
0: I I'm can going see to say getting
1: four each or something like that.
0: I'm going to say I mean I think teams are going to attack the middle of the field and stay away from them. So I'm going to say under. I think <laughs> Forbes will have like three, and Emerson might have a couple. But I think the majority of, of states' secondary play and success is going to be determined by what happens in the middle of the field, your nickel packages, your safeties, and things like that. So, All right, let's move on over to basketball. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I've said it so many times. It's not just about the steaks and the burgers at Welcome Home Beef. They have all the great cuts that you want off of the animals. And I mean, this weekend these beef ribs, I'm already I've been looking forward to that since I, I since they told me they were going on special. I said I got to get me some of those. I've had them before and they are just fantastic. Easy to cook and just delicious when they come off the grill. So, when you when you think about Welcome Home Beef, don't just, you know, if hey, if you want a ribeye, hey, that, that, you can't get any better. If you want some of their their great burger meat to make burgers, it's the best you can find. But they got a bunch of other stuff, too. Don't be afraid to ask for those special cuts. They're always happy to serve you at Welcome Home Beef. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. They're in the heart of the Cotton District. That is the place to go when you are in Starkville. You just can't miss out on the good times that you have there. The food, so good. The people, so nice. And the patio, so fantastic. It's just one of the best places in Starkville. I don't know that any restaurant in the history of the world has benefited from a move to a new facility more than Two Brothers has. Not that it wasn't good in the old location if you were one of the eight people who could dine there nightly. But now, that big building and the big patio is just so much better. So head over to the 621 University Drive. Enjoy some smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. You're just dying over there. Just, the braves are hurting you physically. well
1: it's not the braves it's it's kevin pilar of the mets jacob webb have just you, hit him in the face with a 94 mile an hour heater right in the nose like it, it
0: that sounds like it would hurt whew, man not gonna lie
1: i, I kind of saw it out of the corner right, here of my eye like, well, I've, got, minute I've, got, ago. I've
0: got it right here let's have a look i'll give you my here you go live uh reaction here it comes oh god how does he? Is he still have a nose on his face? I mean, that had to sting. That's all you can say. I hope he's okay. Um,
1: former Giant Kevin Pillar.
0: That's right. Uh, where are we? Uh, Advantage Business Systems. Always taking care of you guys. Nearly fifty years in business. Nobody stays in business. Nobody stays in business that long if they're not doing things the right way. And that means taking care of their customers with great service and great products. An inventory of services. Computer products, copiers, printers, everything your office needs, they've got it. And they back it up with the kind of customer service only a neighbor can provide. They are a Mississippi business through and through. They want your business. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. You all right? I'm good, man. You going to live over there?
1: Well, it's kind of weird. Like I'm sitting here watching this game and... Th- right now, I mean, I it to you. They're just they're just down here cleaning up the all the blood. And like, I
0: don't know if ever seen out. that.
1: I I haven't either. And and like, so I'm just sitting here. Probably like, a tooth in there too. All the Braves are just sitting in the infield, kind
0: of. Are they gonna have a guy like on Bloodsport who finds the tooth and it's like, oh, it in my <laughs> mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. To, just guys just, sit on top of the mound, points to the next batter. You are next. <laughs> I saw a shirt, by the way. Kung, with, Ch- with, with Chong Lee pointing and it says you, you are next.
1: next. Oh, that's nice. So,
0: come Christmas you might be getting a gift. Okay, USA. <laughs> I saw that one too. Did you? Really? it had like the it has like an American flag top <laughs> and the guy giving the thumbs up. Okay, <laughs> USA. What a great movie. And there's also there was also one of what the hell is a dim mock. <laughs> I saw all these shirts I was like, man, Joel would be in heaven with some of these shirts. Uh, so, love love it is a great movie. Uh men's basketball. Oh, let's play the song all right, Shaquille Moore, I assume it's Shaquille. The way it's spelled, it looks like a version of Shaquille. If I'm messing that up, it's so much. So much for me. Transfer from North Carolina State. Average 18 minutes a game. Uh, About seven points and two assists. He is a point guard. He fills the need that that was the most pressing on the MSU basketball team. You now have at least a starting lineup that makes sense. Moore, Molinar, Jeffries, Brooks, Tolu smith Fine. That works. State still needs to hit up the portal for one more guard who can be a combo guard. Because you can put Molinar at the point when Moore is out. You can put... uh, you know, another guard at the two while Molinar's out. You can figure those things out.
1: And you've got two uh, freshman, Is it? <laughs> freshman guard signed the other day. Is Carter? It, yes. Yeah. Cam, Cam Carter? Yeah. Is that right?
0: Yeah. I, and mean, I, I, I and, don't know how and,
1: great he is or, or isn't.
0: Right. But, I mean. He can play the position. Yes. And I think you know Anderson Garcia and Derek Fountain can play the two. They'll be a little bigger, too. And I don't know how much you'd want them to handle the ball, but they can play at that position as well. Uh, so, state's roster is coming into shape. I, I don't know that anybody's had a better time with the transfer portal this year than Ben Howland has. He has really done well. And honestly, going back to a summer, yeah, you know, a year ago when when Perry and Wood were leaving, you're like, what is this team going to be? There's 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 like three guys left.
1: Put it together. Didn't
0: ben Howland has put together, you know, he put together a team that was able to get to the NIT championship game in this season, and now he's put together a team that looks like a, a pretty easy bet to be an NCAA tournament team. If it's not an NCAA tournament team, well then, that's going to be another issue. But, it, it feels like it will be. It feels like that that this team is going to be in the NCAA tournament uh, a year from now. So that's a that's a good pickup for MSU. They needed a point guard. They've gone out and gotten one. I'm interested. There, there's still one more spot to fill. The reason there's only one more spot to fill is because they already thought Abdul Abdul was leaving. And I think they thought he was leaving to go ahead and make his place in the world. Yeah, try to start a Pro career somewhere. And... Instead, he'll be doing another the year in college. Being reported by Jeff Goodman, that he is likely headed to Cincinnati to play one more season of college basketball.
1: The Carlisle Kessler of college basketball. I mean, how old is he?
0: I mean, this will be... at minimum, he's been in college for what? This is this will be his sixth year, right? So, at minimum, he, he he's gonna...
1: redshirted his initial year at state.
0: He's a, he's a minimum of twenty three, then something like that. Yeah, could be twenty four, could be twenty five by season's end. Yes, he is the Carlisle Kessler of, of of men's basketball. I will I will I will grant him that title. Um, Cincinnati, I don't know about I don't know who their coach is now. I think it's Wes Miller. Now that I think about it. I think he he took that job under Mick Cronin. Abdullah adu would have been a star because Mick Cronin plays that enforcer style, perfect for Abdullah Um And we were talking about this before the show. Twenty years ago, State had two lottery picks in Reggie Perry and Abdullah adu Those guys would have been first rounders. Uh, in the NBA and, and the way basketball used to be played, it's just not so much. And we were talking, you know, you think about the overseas game; it's so perimeter driven. Nobody's camped out in the paint there, so Abdul Doo's game really doesn't translate over to Europe. Uh, so we'll see what happens for him. I certainly wish him the best. What's he's he really going to
1: do game. academically here. Like, is he going for a doctorate at this point? Like, what's well, he doing? He's probably
0: got at least he'll get at least a master's. I would and,
1: think he's probably already got that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Six years in, I had my master's. Well,
0: you are a, you're a prodigy though. Well, I mean. Four years of school and two more for grad school. Seven years of college down the drain for some of us, though. I mean,
1: <laughs> and now know. I'm here with you. Yeah. I reached it. I reached the pinnacle of life.
0: The pinnacle. here with Heydad at
1: the Super Talk Studios. Something
0: like that. Um, so anyway, good luck to Abdul. I'm, I'm surprised to see his college career continuing, but uh, certainly wish him the best. But now this team, like I said, one more spot to fill as far as uh, men's basketball goes. And then they'll uh, they'll be locked and loaded and ready to go. Interested to see who they get because it's sort of the same situation the the, the football team is going through right now. You know, they're having trouble finding that third corner because everybody knows Emerson and Forbes are starting. Yeah. Well, now whoever you get as a guard sort of knows that Moore and Molinar are starting. So can you find a guy who's willing to come off the bench? Do you know,
1: know that Moore's going to start for sure? I, I mean, think so.
0: I mean, he started two, need, two games for NC State unless last they're, year. Unless they're going to get another true point guard with better potential. And this, is, this guy isn't coming in as a grad transfer. This guy with, you know, potentially a starter for you for a couple of years. Yeah, I think he's coming in. I mean, in. I guess
1: he's got, what,
0: three years of eligibility I think that's line? correct. So, yeah. Well, he's a
1: freshman this past year and didn't count, so he yeah. may have four.
0: Yeah, so he's coming back. So I think, he, I think he's coming in to start, yeah. So now you're trying to find a guy who's willing to come off the bench a little bit. Basically, what you want to find is a Jalen Johnson that's actually good. That's what you want to find. Somebody who can actually contribute a little
1: bit. Jalen Johnson was kind of like Joel T. playing pickup. Like, I'm just going to spot up over here yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Maybe the defense... He wasn't kinda, driving the lane. Maybe the defense will just kind of forget I'm standing here. Yeah. And then if maybe at some point my team will get me the ball. Yeah. And I got a chance to drain a shot.
0: And, there, and not a lot of defense either from Jalen Johnson. I don't know about Joel T. No, not not much. So. Not much. I'll take a charge. <laughs> well, you're doing more than, than some people do. <laughs> so we'll see what yeah. happens there. But again, kudos to Howlin. For nothing else, he got the, the roster back to the point where they're a team. And now I think I think he's got a good team. Uh, I, for the first time since I don't know when, there is excitement for men's basketball. People are talking about it. People are excited. There's a little buzz. So we'll see what happens. There's that
1: part uh, of me that's like, dang, DJ. I'm really hoping. You'd...
0: <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I feel like you know, I, I, look, I don't, I don't begrudge anybody trying to make a living, but I can't help but feel like he got some bad advice. He got the same kind of advice that Deronya Wilson got. Uh, prior well, I think to. that there was some,
1: you know, I, I I don't think we were the
0: only ones surprised. No, I don't. I don't think that at <laughs> all. So, we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Uh, tomorrow's show is the rumblings. You know what that means? You don't want, if you if you can tear yourself away from the carnage of people getting beamed in the face, maybe you fire off a tweet. I mean, uh, the Braves are sitting there
1: beaming people in the face, and now we lost a player for two months because he broke his hand pen- punching the bench yesterday. pulled a mangle.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except Jake played through it. Well, you can do that when you're an outfielder. I don't think a pitcher can do well, it. Well, he
1: was actually pitching the year he did it, right?
0: Yeah, but... And then he yeah. didn't pitch
1: anymore. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, that's tomorrow's show. Now, is the now Jake's
1: dropping bombs up in Brooklyn. He got a couple of
0: home runs. Good for him. Uh, I texted him after the first one. I didn't he say... Like, he's <laughs> like, I needed it. So I, said, I
1: asked him why he didn't pull out the Florida bat flip. You remember when... Uh, yeah. <laughs> in Gainesville. When yeah, he... <laughs> just,
0: uh, just a heads up, by the way, for next week. I will be in Hoover uh, after Tuesday. Tuesday through Friday, I'll be over there. So we're going to move the rumblings up one day because that's the only day Joel and I are guaranteed to be together. So the rumblings next week will be our Tuesday show. So questions will come in on Monday. Just going to go ahead and give you that heads up. Uh, and then, like I said, tomorrow's show, though, is the rumblings. Go ahead and get those questions in right now. For Joel T. Coleman, Ooh. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Mississippi yeah. media production.